GoBirds Radio, presented by the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app, official sportsbook of the real Philly fan. What's going on? It's Elliot Shore Parks for my friends at Window Nation. And if you've had enough of your windows keeping the house chilly, then fight the February cold with Window Nation. Right now, replace your windows and save big with 50% off all window styles, plus zero down, zero interest, and no payments for 24 months. With proven quality and service, it's no wonder thousands have trusted Window Nation. Don't miss out. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com to schedule your free in-home estimate. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This is is the Go Birds Podcast. The Go Birds podcast presented by Parks Casino and Sportsbook, the Parks Picks Pod. Elliot Short Parks, James Seltzer with you. Elliot. Hey, buddy. So I feel bad. Prior to game seven, somebody DM'd me and said, Sixers winning tonight. And I said, Yup. And now I just feel bad. Yeah. Because I, I led him. I there's led him not, the wrong there's way. There's nothing that worse one. than leading a DM or the wrong way. It, it's, yeah, I just feel like it such sticks a with you. When it happens. Yeah. Well, and to be fair, look, I think everyone thought they were going to win that game. I was a lot more nervous about that game than you were. And we'll get into I the, was very confident. Yeah, we're going to get into it. So we'll get into the Eastern and West Conference Finals in a little bit. We'll look at the odds on, you know, who we think is going to win it all. The Phoenix Suns! And uh, and what yeah, else? Definitely. What else we got for that? Um, but let, let's let we gotta we, we spend so much time on this show talking about the Sixers, talking about the bets, all that. We gotta recap and uh, um, you know lick our wounds, Elliot, because the Sixers cost us a lot of money in multiple ways: the futures odds, the series odds, the Seth Curry know, just missing Phoenix, the over, yeah. uh, like all these things. Just just it was it was not fun, Elliot. It was not fun. No. So two gambling things, and then I'll give you my big picture thoughts. Please. So for game six, me and my group of friends that like talk about basketball a lot all agreed not to gamble on game six, and they won. And then so we all agreed not to gamble on game seven either, but then I placed player prop bets. Oh, is that- no. <laughs> oh, no, you did it. It's your fault. Is that breaking it? It's okay. your fault. The Sixers lost, Elliot. Oh no! Well, to be fit, yeah. All right, you're right. Oh, I, buddy, that's bad, man. I'm yeah. surprised you admitted I, that. I would have kept that to myself. I think. I know. I debated bringing it up on the pod, but it is a safe space. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It is. We never lie to the Gilbert's yeah. listeners. So and that's the confessional fair. I really have is it was Seth Curry because you'd been so hot with oh, it, and so I feel like so I you're screwed. the reason. You're the it's reason. Like, like I screwed you over. Yeah. By a half no point. no getting around it. No. I'm sorry, buddy. It's okay. It's okay. I, I think the fouls screwed him, screwed him over more than anything. Ah, just yeah. what a, like, what a disappointing showing. At the Philly, this team lost three games at home against the Atlanta Hawks, and the Hawks are a better team than I think a lot of people thought, and we're going to get into their title odds because I'm just going to say the Hawks at plus 1,200 to win it all. Not the worst bet ever, as far as I'm concerned. Granted, our our um, 
you listen to Elliot when it comes to futures bets. He's the one who told you to bet Phoenix. I'm telling you to bet the Sixers. So, you know, Elliot's the king of futures. I am not. Yes. Um, but, yeah, just a, a, an incredibly disappointing showing from a Sixers team that, you know, as we talked about on this pod many times, Elliot, like things were set up for the Sixers more than any year in our lifetime was the the title winner a, a mystery? You know, it's it, we always know every all oh, the Warriors are going to win it this year. Oh, the Bulls this year. Oh, it's going to be the Lakers. Like you just know this year it was it was wide open going in the playoffs, and then as the playoffs unfolded with the injuries and the the poor play and this and that, like it it opened up even more, Elliot. It was just it was the year, and they totally botched it, man. Yeah, they totally botched it. I mean. The question is, did we overrate the Sixers or did they blow it, right? Because I, I get those are somewhat related, but, like, I don't know if I'm overreacting, but I look at the Sixers roster now and I'm like, they're in real trouble. Like, when you just look, right? Like, I mean, we can start with Ben. Like, Ben obviously is not good. Like, let's just say that. Like, he's good at defense. He can rebound. Like, he can do trans. Like, he's not bad at everything, but he cannot do the things that you need him to do or that any team needs their point guard to do. It's he just can't. Like he's not done it in any year of his career. He didn't do it in the biggest spots. The fact that he does it during the regular season means absolutely nothing. Like Tobias Harris even said it after the game. Like the regular season's a bit of fool's gold. Like no one really games plan game plans like that. Like it's a perfect time for Ben to shine because he can just run and, and all those things. But in the playoffs, you see. Like his deficiencies are massive. I don't care, you know, that he he's a great defensive player. Like it just doesn't matter to me. Trey Young shot poorly at times, but like still he was the best player in that series. So like, what are we really talking about here? Right. So I I I just I'm I'm I couldn't be more out on Ben. Like they have to trade him. I think it's like Carson where it's addition by subtraction at this point. Like just trade him for whatever you can get. And I mean the dunk, like the play under the basket where he passed the ball. Like it, I don't know, man. Like it couldn't be more if you like were someone that hasn't said Ben that has thought Ben was bad for a long time. Like that was the perfect play you could have asked for, like encapsulated it perfectly. So very rarely does a sports debate get settled so definitively. But I think like the Ben debate's over. Like he's not that good. They have to trade him. And he's the reason that they lost. It's a great way to say it, Elliot. I love that phrasing. Very rarely does a sports debate get settled so clearly. And you're so right. Like in a moment, in a moment, all the Ben defenders, all the benablers, all the people who have spent years telling us the people who criticize Simmons or whatever, oh, you're not a real fan. Oh, you don't get it. Doc Rivers telling us that we don't, we don't know basketball if we can't understand yeah. how good, like just literally earmuffs shitting on Philadelphia fans smart tack to take doc and our, our knowledge of the game because we don't understand the treasure that we have here. And, and then in one moment, Elliot, and it was a whole series and it was the free throws and it was the Hagaben and it all led up, but it led up to one moment in game seven, just like you said, just settling the debate. It was over. Like after that, even the staunchest Ben Simmons defender was like, yeah, well he passed up the dunk. I mean, come on. Like, I mean, look at Joel, the look on. on Joel's face. The look Joel on Joel's Embiid, face when he did that. Joel yeah. Embiid was willing to come out after the game and say that was when they lost. He said that was the turning point in the game. He flat out said it. He said when we had an open dunk and we passed it and got one point instead of two and then Trey came down at the shot, that's when we lost. Like, yeah, holy shit, man. 
Like Joel Embiid, who has long, you know, sucked it up and not ripped Ben Simmons publicly. Like he's asked him to shoot in nice ways and all that stuff, but he has not come out and like ripped Ben Simmons. He flat out threw Ben under the bus at the end of that game and said, we lost right there. That moment, well, and, and, and the Simmons the the defenders to lost too. The Simmons time. defenders lost too. They lost their argument in that moment. Yeah. So here's the next discussion I think we have to have about the Sixers. Well, first we can talk Ben trades. I guess actually, like you agree they they're going to trade him, right? Uh, yes, I agree. All right, should we set odds on where he goes? Oh, I like this. Yes, this is a gambling podcast. Let's let's do our own little odds, and I'm sure there will be odds at some point, and when they are, we'll go through them. But yeah, give it to me. All right, well, who do you think is the favorite? Like, who should we set as the favorite? It's a great, it's a great question. Um, all right, let me look through teams in the NBA. Well, let me I talk mean, out who I think it'll I think be. Port- Portland should be the favorite. So the reason I would say Portland is because they have two players. Exactly. Right? That's like why Lillard I just stopped. And, yep, 100%. Could be either of those guys, theoretically. But... I just, I don't know what Ben's value is going to be. Like, I guess McCollum, you know, isn't like super valuable. I think McCollum fits with the, what they need. Like he would, he's a guard that can shoot. He can dribble. Like he is capable of taking a game over as a scorer, whereas Ben and Tobias are really not. So like he does check boxes for them, but I just don't know if like, if does Portland, are they going to trade McCollum and not Lillard? And if you keep Lillard, does Ben make sense for them? And then, are they well, going ben, to trade? Well, Ben makes more sense with Lillard than he does with Joel, right? I mean, like, clearly. I guess. I don't of course really think he does. Ben makes sense with anybody. Well, you know, but... Ben makes less sense with Joel because he clogged up the middle. Like, where Joel needs to be, Ben has to go there because otherwise he's just walking in the That's corner fair. and his defenders can stay with him. With Dame Lillard, at least, you know, you can have Ben play, like, a, a, a five, type, you know, .5 and all that kind of stuff and do more of that stuff. Like, Ben Simmons and Damian Lillard makes so much more. Ben in any small makes more sense. Anyone who can shoot than him and Joel. Like, it just does. Yeah, I guess. You're right. I just think anybody that can't shoot, it's hard to, to fit yeah, with, with anybody. I, I, but, think that, I think that their teams, look, it's, the problem is the Sixers need shooting. They need guys who can score. They need guys who can break it down from the outside. Like, there are teams. I do think that, I think that, in the moment and the reaction and the dunk and all that, I think that people are going too far with Ben Simmons' trade value. Ben Simmons still has trade value. Ben Simmons is still an asset that other teams want. He's 25 years old. He's made multiple all-star teams. Like, and I, For whatever that's worth, it is worth something to some people. And he's also one of the best athletes in the league who can do a lot of things that a lot of people can't. Plus, we forget often how big the egos are in this business, whether it's general managers, whether it's head coaches, like these guys look at Ben Simmons and say, I can fix that guy. I know. Look at the skills. Look what, if he, if we can get him to just do this one thing, man, what a player we're going to have. Like someone's going to do that. Like Ben Simmons yeah. will, will get more back in trade than people are saying right now. I think. And look, that's how I felt about Carson. Right. So and you were right. I, I and see, you were right. And, and that was, and that logic, was a situation yeah. where Carson was saying, I'm going to Indy. So get me there. Yeah, it's true. It's harder. Now, I do think like Simmons' agent is Rich Paul, like are, like yep. I mean, arguably the most important person and uh, most powerful person in the NBA, like or at least in in the discussion. Yeah, I mean, I don't think of... he's as p- powerful as Adam Silver, but like I know what you're saying. He's well, one yes, one yeah, of the most right. powerful people in the NBA for sure. Right. So Ben will, I think, decide where he goes. Now the difference is, I don't think there's going to be one place where with Carson where he was like, I'm going into Indianapolis. So Agreed. I think that. That helps. But one team I would keep an eye on, and I actually would put them as the betting favorite, is Cleveland. And 
The reason I say that is because they have the number three overall pick. They have Colin Sexton and they have Kevin Love. Now, obviously, Kevin Love is not a trade asset, but it's a massive contract where you have to match in the NBA. Or at least my understanding of it is. I, you know, it's a little more complicated, I guess. But you're going to have to take money back when you when you when you get Ben when you trade Ben. So I think Cleveland fits perfectly because to your point, like he is still a multiple time All Star. Like All Stars aren't going to Cleveland willingly, so you have to trade for him. Yep. He's under contract for five, for four more years, so they would control him for four more years. Um, and their goal is to make the playoffs. And like Ben is not a guy that's going to take you from the playoffs to a title, but Ben is a guy that can take you to the playoffs. Like we have seen that. Like he is a he is somebody that helps you in the regular season. So I think, especially like with Cleveland, like who knows what what they're going to do at number three? It seems like the top three three or four players are guards. So it'll be interesting to see what they do. But I think, yeah, I think Cleveland should be the odds-on betting favorite. The question is if the Sixers would want that package back from Cleveland. But I think Cleveland is it will be the team that's most interested. I, I Look, I think they make a lot of sense. I think your point about Cleveland being the type of team where stars aren't going to go to is a great one. And I think that's why he will have a bigger market, whether it's there, whether it's Detroit, whether it's this, whether it's that. Like those type of teams, and Detroit doesn't have a match trade, but I'm just saying there are places that are never going to lure free agents and need to find more creative ways to bring in all-star, quote-unquote, players. And Ben Simmons absolutely fits that bill and would help him get to the playoffs, which I, I agree with you with certain teams. That is a, a goal, like a team like the Magic. Like, the Magic yeah, just want the to make, make the playoffs, man. They just want to make the playoffs. So I do think that that is a, a real thing and a good point. Plus, with Colin Sexton and Darius Garland, that's a, a mishmash of talents there. I think they want to keep Garland and trade Sexton, so it makes sense. Now, Warren with Sexton. I like Sexton. He's talented. Heard a lot of stuff about basically how everyone on that team hated playing with him because he literally never passed the ball. So, you know, you, there are certain things you yeah, worry he about. he seems like a gunner. Dude, yeah. like, I, dude, I heard that that when they would play other teams, and this was from Ryan Rosillo talking on a, a Bill Simmons podcast, and, you know, he heard this from people in the league or whatever, and he's obviously very I was going to say, what, well, we got James Seltzer. And I, I, that's what I was there. trying to say as I was saying. I heard, I'm like, I I should clarify this because I didn't hear anything. I heard other people. You who, heard it on a podcast. Who other yeah. people <laughs> have connections have heard. But Rosillo said that he's heard that players on other teams will, like, talk to Cavs players during the games and be like, you're never going to get the ball. Like, I don't even know what you're doing here. You know he's just going to shoot every time. Like, Boy. it's it, like to that level. So, like, little scared of that. But I do think from everything you said, it does make a lot of sense as a connection. Like, when you're trying to read the tea leaves with this stuff, I do think there's a connection there. And I do think Cleveland is looking to make a move like that. So, yeah, I think it's interesting. And, again, you know, it's just – it is crazy that we are at this point with Ben Simmons where it's like, what are they going to get for him? Can they trade him? Like, how – you know, oh, it's yeah. only – like it's 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 a shame. It really is a shame that it's gotten to this point. And um I think they have like no matter what they say, and obviously Daryl Morey and this and that and Doc Rivers, like never gonna listen to a word that guy has to say again. But I uh I think that they have to trade him. Like I know that that, that they don't if they don't get a great offer. Like Ben Simmons cannot be back in Philadelphia next year as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I, I agree. So with that in mind, would you keep building around Joel? You know I would, and I think we disagree on this. I, I think when you have a guy who is a top five player in his sport, you just build around him till he's not. You know, I think that those guys are so hard to get, especially like, look, as much as we talk about like Cleveland and these other places is like places people don't want to go, free agents don't come to Philly either. I mean, if we're being real. No, you're right. They don't. They yeah. don't. 
They go to Florida. They go to the West Coast. Like, that's just what they do. They go to Texas for the no income state tax. Like, there are different reasons people go to different places. But Philly has not gotten a, a great free agent in a long time in the NBA. So, like to you know, Philly needs to think that way, too. And you've got Joel. You've got a top five guy in the league. I know that it's not ideal in the way the NBA is now to have a center as your best player. It's just not the way the game is constructed right now. But even mm-hmm. still, I'm building around the guy I have. I think like what what team do you hate more than any other team besides like an NBA team like is it the Celtics? Yeah, is it... it's the Celtics. I hate okay. them the most. And then the I, I Lakers, the, Celtics, Lakers. If, if the Celtics had Joel Embiid as their best player and they were in the same exact situation the Sixers are in, and we were having a like a Celtics pod or whatever, I think we would want the Celtics to continue. To build uh, see, I disagree. Joel. I think you're. I I get your point, and I I know I've talked to you enough. I've seen you tweet and stuff like. I just disagree with you fundamentally. Like I, I, I think Joel Embiid is is that good, and I don't care that he he's is. A center. I agree. But I don't at the care end of the that day... he's a center. I just said, like I, I okay. think that you right. build around Joel Embiid. Like you build, unless you can trade Joel Embiid for another top five guy in the league, which you can't. Like unless you could trade him for Luca or something, which you obviously couldn't. Like I'm not. I'm I'm building around Embiid. I just am. do you think the Celtics? Do you think the Celtics would trade you Tatum for Embiid straight up? Yeah, I think they would. Okay. Uh, interesting. I, I don't know. I don't know what they like would I would, and maybe I, I w- Let's put it this way. I would not trade Embiid for Tatum straight up, personally. Okay, I, I would. I know you would. You said so, you would trade Simmons and Embiid for Tatum, which I think is crazy. Yeah. But I would not well, trade. Simmons I is would just not, a throw in. I would not. See, you're not maximizing value, Elliot. You can get something for Simmons. Well, I am maximizing because I'm getting a player that I would feel more. Like, all right. And I understand I I'm painting crazy. myself as anti-Embiid, yeah. and it's hard not to, considering my opinion. But I'd just like to be clear. Like, Embiid is my favorite Sixers player since Iverson. Like, I, I I recognize how great Embiid is. Like, I get all those things. But the logical part of me says the fact that they are going to continue to build around a center that has bad legs and always comes up small in the playoffs, like, is just worrisome to me. Like, it just is. I'm sorry. And I, I know that if he had a guard that helped him more, he wouldn't have to carry the load. Yes, and he's better in the fourth quarter. Build the team like, for the guy. That, but- build around Joel instead of forcing pieces together that don't work together. And then on top of that, like, again, this is like, you can't do anything else. Like, what are you going to do now? You're just going to say, all right, we're not going to build around Joel anymore. So what do you do? You trade him? What are you trading Joel for? Well, like, no, what I would I would do is I would trade Ben for like the number three And just pick waste or, like, the rest of Joel's career. Eight. I mean, that's stupid. Well, I don't think you're wasting his career, number one. Like, they, first of all, they only got out the, they didn't even get out the second round this year. So like this idea that the Sixers are title contenders I mean, is it they, even true? They they haven't even been to the conference finals. Like, uh, and look, that's we, a fair t- point. They did go to the the they were the one seed for a reason. And I know regular season is different, but I I do think it's unfair to say that they're not. Again, they had the MVP of the league. If he played more games, he would have been the MVP of the league this year. In the NBA, if you have the MVP, oh, you no. usually have is Joel to win. the new Carson. I mean, he w- oh god. All right, <laughs> yeah, you I just got, said I, it. Not I've me. had I mean, enough of this conversation. <laughs> Instead, I'm going to tell you to download the Barksino Sportsbook app. Which, if you haven't done yet, and you listen to this pod, I don't know what's wrong with you. Download the app. Have some fun with us. Elliot and I have been, as you know, obsessed, having a blast with all these basketball playoffs. We have been just locked in. We're going to get in a second to the Western and Eastern Conference Finals. How we would bet that coming up to Elliot. A couple soccer takes for you. Making some money betting soccer, eh? Yes, sir. Uh, watching Sweden, Poland right now, and Lewandowski missed maybe the easiest goal you'll ever see in your life. It bounced 
off the crossbar, wide net, completely open. He's standing on the goal line, essentially. Goes to head it in, and he headed it over the crossbar. Just a disaster. <laughs> Just a disaster. Yeah, so my parlay is not looking <laughs> My parlay is not looking good. <laughs> oh, oh, buddy. Well, that's why, you know, you got to keep keep firing them off, man. Keep firing them off. And like we always say, the, the app is fun. It's easy to use. You can do everything. You can do player props, teasers, parlays, as we obviously love to do. Live in-game betting, wild ride, all that stuff. And it's intuitive and fun, but more than anything, it just makes these games more fun. Like, Elliot's not watching the Euros every second of the Euros and being obsessed with it. If he doesn't have money on it, let's be real. And he's had a blast doing it. That's the point, is is we like to watch sports. Why not add a touch of fun to the already so, fun thing that you're doing? I went over my dad's house for Father's Day for the England game. Or no, so I went over on Tuesday, but the purpose was to hang out with him for Father's Day um, to watch the England game. And we bet on, like we bet on it. And it's his first time he's ever like bet and watched with me. And it was interesting because he was saying like, it really makes you watch the game completely differently. Like it just does. And it was just interesting to see him experience it. So, you know, and now then he's texting me asking if I'm betting on games. I you love know, this. What I bet Look at this. Like Bringing father and son together through the Parks Casino exactly. Sports app. This yeah, is beautiful. Exactly. This is beautiful. So. All right, so download the app, and here's the deal. If you do it now, if you sign up now, you get a risk-free bet up to $500. A $500 risk-free bet, just download the app or go to parkscasino.com forward slash PA and use our promo code GOLDBIRDS, that's G-O-B-I-R-D-S, to get a risk-free bet of up to $500. Again, that's P-A-R-X-Casino.com slash PA. The website has all the details. Your risk-free bet is refunded on your loss as a free bet. As always, you must be 21 and present in Pennsylvania. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, any final thoughts on the Sixers before we talk Eastern and Western Conference Finals? Yeah. Uh, so Daryl Morey, I thought his press conference was very interesting. I think Morey is going to be very active, and he's going to make a deal for a big-time guard. Like, I think next year we will think the Sixers' best player is a guard. Well, I think Embiid will still be the best player. I mean, let, even okay. if— so, like, the point being, like, even if they trade for Damian Lillard, Embiid's better, you, right? I mean, that's what I'm saying. I mean, maybe. I don't know. I, so, I like, think we Lillard... both agree that Damian Lillard is the best player they could get, right? Because he's better than Bradley Beal. Like, the best possible player they could end up with this offseason is Damian Lillard. Well, what do you think of Steph Curry? Oh, buddy. I, I mean, don't, I don't look, think Steph the, Curry's I, not winning another ring in Golden State. I, I think you're wrong about that. There, I but. think you're wrong about that. Like, so the Warriors, if they get Klay Thompson back, which it looks like they're going to, obviously he's healthy this year. Um, they have James Wiseman, who is the second pick in the draft last year, who is an amazing trade asset. They've got another high pick because of Minnesota this year. Like, I don't know. The Warriors got assets. The Warriors can make a trade for something. I actually think it's more likely that Steph Curry stays in Golden State and wins out there than it is that he moves anywhere else. That's my guess. So I think he seems like someone that will play there his whole career. But I, and I love Klay Thompson. I think expecting anything out of Klay Thompson at this point is just fools. Like, it's foolish. I hope he – obviously, I hope he's better. And he, but if you – you know, two straight seasons, I just – I'd I would, be very worried. I wouldn't bet against him. Look, and the Warriors have the seventh pick in the draft this year. So they have the seventh pick this year, James Wiseman last year. I mean, those are assets, man. Like, I, yeah, I think they can – once they have been there. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't think there. I, I think there's no chance that Steph Curry leaves Golden State. Right. So I think Lillard's Lillard's the most realistic best right. option. And in that case, Joel Embiid is still your best player, in my opinion. I guess. But I, yeah. either way, so. I am with you in the sense that I think Daryl Morey is going to quote Brett Brown. Daryl Morey is going star hunting this offseason. I don't think there's yep. any question about. Ah, it. good, good, good line by right? you. Right. You like that? All right. I like it. 
All right, Eastern Western Conference Finals. We can do the Western Conference Finals pretty quickly. Uh, Phoenix, I told you. What did I? I said I didn't say this on the pod because it wasn't the timing or whatever. But did I not say to you, Elliot? Bet on Phoenix in four. Right? Did I say you that did. to you? I did. You now, did. Now, did I do it? No. That's the problem, and I'm sure the odds are much worse now. But but quite I, quite a bit of a problem. I did yeah. think that Phoenix was like a a lock to win this series against the Kawhi-less Clippers, and it looks like they're going to. Now the Eastern Conference Finals, a very different thing, Elliot. As from an odds perspective, quickly if we go through the title odds, um, we both say bet on Phoenix. We think. Phoenix well, I is do have win. some Western Conference. Yeah, we're gonna get to quick. that. I just want oh. to say what the, okay. these odds are before we get to those, and we'll come back to these, but. Okay. But I would assume that they're going to be a big gap because Milwaukee and Phoenix are tied as the favorite at plus 110. Then Atlanta is the next one at plus 1,200. So let's get to these series odds. My guess is they have to be pretty long. Uh, I'll do I a little. Up, I would yeah. hope so. I'll say that the Bucks are a minus 200 favorite to win the series and that it is plus 230 for Atlanta. You underestimated it. So the Bucks wow. are minus four, minus four eighty. What? And the Hawks are plus three fifty. What? What? Yeah. Dude, the Hawks are better than the Bucks. All right, I don't know if they're better, but the Hawks. Whoa, mi- whoa, 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 whoa. The Hawks. Yeah, okay. The Hawks. <laughs> the Hawks might be better than the Bucks. How about that? I don't think they're better. That's unfair to say. Giannis still the best player in the series, but like, like, I just watched a Bucks team that almost lost to Kevin Durant by himself. And couldn't score points for the life of them. Going up against an Atlanta team that can fill it? I don't know. Yeah. I, like, let's put it this way. I, I do think the Bucs should be the favorite in this series. But I'm absolutely betting on the Hawks to win this series. Absolutely. I think those odds are insane. I think the Bucs should be like a... I think the Hawks should be like plus 150 or something like that. Okay. So here's the bet you should make then. So I'm looking if you go under correct series where you you know you could bet Bucks to sweep or whatever you wanted. The Hawks are to win in six games are plus one thousand, or to win in seven games are plus one thousand. Wow. Realistically, they're not going to win. I, in five. Uh, you're like, Elliot. See, Elliot, for those I, I, for the real ones who've been with this specific pod, the Parks Picks Pod, the the pod within the pod, who've been with this pod the entire time, you are all like proud fathers and mothers, like me yeah. right now. Like Elliot finding. Odds advantage. Like, you're so right. Like, yes, I think the Hawks win in six or seven if I'm going to bet on the Hawks. And you're going from plus 350 to plus 1,000? Elliot, you are a gambling I mean, you can, genius. You can bet both of them, honestly. Well, of course. You got such long odds. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> Elliot, that's right. that's some good work by you, sir. Really good work. Thank you. Yes. So if you if you bet 10 bucks on them to win in either, you so you bet 20 and you could win 200. Now, you wouldn't win both, obviously. So right. you're betting 10 to win 100. but Which I like. Seems so like here would be my argument for the Hawks. Like, the Hawks, in my opinion, in crunch time, have the best player. Like, Giannis is better than Trey Young. I get that. But in crunch time, Giannis is, is well, yeah, like, he doesn't have the ball like in his hands in the same way. Yeah. Little. Yeah. But Trey Young, and he was he was cold in game seven, clearly. But, you know, I think late I'd want him. I think John Collins is clutch. Like, Herder obviously is clutch. We saw what he did there. Um, so, yeah, I actually, I like. I think betting for them to win in in, five, in seven or six is, is a fun bet. Me too. I'm 100% making that bet. Like, definitely, definitely making it. If you make it, let us know you made it. We can take the ride together. Quickly, uh, before we get to some soccer to finish out, um, title odds themselves, uh, we are still, we agree, 
it's Phoenix at plus 110, even though it's only plus 110, just still bet on them because they're going to win the title. That's our, our general philosophy. But but Atlanta plus 1,200, like, not a horrible bet. Like, that's a shot we're taking. Well, especially if we think they could we'll get win the, the Eastern Conference. Exactly. Man. So the question is, do you think a fourth, like, of the final four, do you think a, a team that's in fourth has ever been plus 1,200? They're in third. The Clippers are in fourth at plus fifteen. Oh yeah, my bad. But Sorry. that's only because right. they they're down two zero. It started right. out with the Clippers higher. So so when these odds started before the conference fi- well before the second game of the Western Conference Finals, Atlanta was the longest odds at plus twelve hundred. So right. in that case, um, no, I don't think so. I mean, I'm sure it's happened. You know, I'm sure at some point, but it it's got to be pretty rare, I would guess, Elliot. Yeah. So those are I, really I, long odds for a team to win a series. Like, obviously, I think we both want the Suns to win it. and But very rarely do you root for the team that knocked out the team. Like, you know, the Hawks knocked out the Sixers. I think the Hawks winning it would be fun. Like, I'm I'm in on that over, like, the Bucks or the Clippers winning it. So I'm not, um, other than from a gambling okay. perspective. I, I am what you led with. Like, fuck that. They beat us. Like, no, I don't. I, I, I was so annoyed with that team, and I, I hate them from a sports villain perspective. But obviously, if I take myself out of that holistically, like the Hawks winning winning it all this year would be a, a wild, fun story for the NBA. So yeah, I, I wouldn't hate it from that perspective. It'd be unique. I mean, just the fact that it's going to be the the Hawks, Suns, or Bucks most likely. You know, assuming the Clippers likely don't come back, and that's fun. It's different. It's weird. You know, mm-hmm. it's a weird year, and I like that. I want more weird years, Elliot. Yeah, I think it is fun. As much as I do love greatness, like I said, I like the Nets super team. I liked when the Warriors were great. I love LeBron, all those things. Like, it is cool to see different teams in these big spots. All right, Elliot, two minutes of soccer. The floor is yours. All right, so if you want to bet future soccer, here would be my advice. So you go to Euro 2020 on the Parks app. You do uh, futures. You go to the finals. So France is the favorite right now at plus 390. Now, I will say this is before France plays Portugal, so we'll see how that goes. But I think France plus 390 is a bad bet. They've scored Ooh. one goal in 100 in their, Coming in in their hot first there. two games. Yeah, they've scored one real goal in their first two games. The other goal they had was an own goal, right? So they are they don't score. like So they're the favorite at plus 390. Italy, I think, has been the most impressive team so far, and they're plus 600. I think going into the, the knockout stages, that's really good value. On Italy, Germany plus 700, I like. And then, look, England has not been great. They're plus 900. I'm not super huge fans of that one. Netherlands plus plus 1,000, I think could be worth throwing a few shekels on. And then the last one I would say is Denmark plus 1,800. Denmark is not the best team, but they are the team that went through that traumatic event with Christian Eriksson, uh, you know, Eric Christensen, sorry, laying, you know, obviously having that. You're right medical. the first time, Chris, Christian Eriksson. Christian Eriksen, you know, suffering that medical scare I think, on the field. I think it is, right? Yeah, his last name's Eriksen for sure. Yeah, and, his, and Christensen's in there too. So it's one of those two. But they're plus 1,800. They're through. They won in dramatic fashion to get through. I don't think they're the team of destiny, but I also don't think France is that good. And Italy has been playing well, but, like, I don't know if Italy has it in them to keep it up. So I don't think there's any like clear cut favorite and who knows, maybe Denmark, like soccer is a 50, 50 sport. So they're playing well. So I would say Denmark plus 1800 is my long shot. I like Italy as the favorite at plus 600. 
Germany plus 700, and then my emotions are saying England plus nine, but I don't actually think they have a great chance. I love it. I love that analysis. And look, I'm rooting for Denmark personally as someone who literally well, plus could, 1800, couldn't you can get care less otherwise like after watching their teammate almost die on the field in one of the more traumatic sports things I've ever watched in my life. Yeah. I'm pulling for those guys. They, they've been through it, as they say. They've been through it. Yeah, they certainly have. And yeah, I, I just, they're playing well. They advanced in dramatic fashion. They score goals. Like, so I, I think plus 1,800. I don't think they have a great chance, which is obviously shown in the odds. But plus 1,800, I mean, I think it's worth putting a flyer on. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. All right, uh, any final thoughts to you before we get out of here? No, that's really it. I mean, I don't. I just don't want people to think I don't like Joel Embiid. I just—it's just hard for me to, you know, my my honest opinion of it is I I think it's a risky move to continue building around him. And I know I'm. I don't want people to be mad at me about it, but it is what it is. So should we title it Elliot hates Embiid? Is that the title? Yeah, I think that's pretty much obviously <laughs> what the title has to be. Uh, all right, uh, everyone. Thank you for listening, for, for being involved, and all that stuff. And uh, definitely DM us if you're making these bets. We love to be yeah, on the ride. Yeah, be on the ride with you guys and and involved and all that. And uh, go out and make some money. All right, there's an opportunity here to make some money. It's just so fun when you win. I just can't explain it. It's, just the high of winning. Is it's insane. a thrill. It's a true thrill. Uh, all right, we'll be back. Uh, Eagles pod tomorrow, uh, Saturday. Uh, one to three on WIP as usual. Check us out. Call in all that good stuff. Until then, he's Elliot. I'm James. We'll talk to you soon.